Hi, this is Mary Marsingill. And this is Joshua Marsingill. Welcome to the Abundant Encounters podcast, brought to you by Bibles for All Ministries at BiblesForAll.com. What you're about to experience is a practice and meditation that we believe will help you in your devotions to receive and celebrate real encounters with the real God. There are two tools we use to help in the receiving of God's abundant encounters in these podcasts. First, the Word, because faith comes by hearing it. And second, a prophetic act. In the Word of God, we see encounters happening to God's people throughout the books and stories of the Bible, and often prophetic acts were used to bring real encounters. For example, Jesus spit in the dust, made it into mud, he then spread it in the eyes of a blind man who was healed. Or another example is the Passover blood being put on the door frames of the Israelites' homes in Egypt, keeping them safe and declaring a hope for all future generations. Through the process of demystifying encounters and increasing our value for them, we begin to cultivate a lifestyle of deeper and real connection with the real Trinity of Father God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ our Lord. When we sow into God's economy, we reap a life restoring and life-giving harvest in such abundance that overflow is uncontainable. The seed is the Word of God. The field is our heart. Let the seeds go deep and believe with us for the beautiful bride of Christ we've been promised. May we each be adorned today with the beauty of all her promises. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for being with us and being for us. We thank you for your goodness and that we have eyes to see it and ears to hear it in the land of the living today. Let your heaven come in this place. In Jesus' name we command anything that would hinder your word bound forever. We lose heaven all around us, all your best life-giving seed, and ministering angels to encourage and strengthen us today. Let our thoughts be clear and receptive, exposing every liar and empowering every truth. Amen. Let's begin our encounter adventure through Luke 15. Pay particular attention to the two groups of people the sinners and the religious authorities who Jesus is addressing with these three amazing parables. Let Jesus' stories fill you. Pretend you've not heard them before and hand over your imagination to his lordship and let him paint a picture. We're reading from Luke 15 from the Passion Translation. Many dishonest tax collectors and other notorious sinners often gathered around to listen as Jesus taught the people. This raised concerns with the Jewish religious leaders and experts of the law. Indignant, they grumbled and complained, saying, Look at how this man associates with all these notorious sinners and welcomes them all to come to him. In response, Jesus gave him this illustration. There was once a shepherd with a hundred lambs, but one of his lambs wandered away and was lost. So the shepherd left the ninety-nine lambs out in the open field 
and searched in the wilderness for that one lost lamb. He didn't stop until he finally found it. With exuberant joy, he raised it up and placed it on his shoulders, carrying it back with cheerful delight. Returning home, he called all his friends and neighbors together and said, Let's have a party. Come and celebrate with me the return of my lost lamb. It wandered away, but I found it and brought it home. Jesus continued, In the same way, there will be a glorious celebration in heaven over the rescue of one lost sinner who repents, comes back home, and returns to the fold. More so than for all the righteous people who never strayed away. Jesus gave them another parable. There once was a woman who had ten valuable silver coins. When she lost one of them, she swept her entire house, diligently searching every corner of her house for that one lost coin. When she finally found it, she gathered all her friends and neighbors for a celebration, telling them, Come and celebrate with me. I had lost my precious silver coin, but now I found it. That's the way God responds every time one lost sinner repents and turns to him. He says to all his angels, Let's have a joyous celebration. For that one who is lost, I have found. Then Jesus said, Once there was a father with two sons. The younger son came to his father and said, Father, don't you think it's time to give me the share of your estate that belongs to me? So the father went ahead and distributed among the two sons their inheritance. Shortly afterward, the younger son packed up all his belongings and traveled off to see the world. He journeyed to a far-off land where he soon wasted all he was given in a binge of extravagant and reckless living. With everything spent and nothing left, he grew hungry, for there was a severe famine in that land. So he begged a farmer in that country to hire him. The farmer hired him and sent him out to feed the pigs. The son was so famished, he was willing to even eat the slop given to the pigs, because no one would feed him a thing. Humiliated, the son finally realized what he was doing and he thought, There are many workers at my father's house who have all the food they want with plenty to spare. They lack nothing. Why am I here dying of hunger, feeding these pigs and eating their slop? I want to go back home to my father's house and I'll say to him, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. I'll never be worthy to be called your son. Please, Father, just treat me like one of your employees. So the young son set off for home. From a long distance away, his father saw him coming, dressed as a beggar, and great compassion swelled up in his heart for his son, who was returning home. So the father raced out to meet him. He swept him up in his arms, hugged him dearly, and kissed him over and over with tender love. Then the son said, Father, I was wrong. I have sinned against you. 
I could never deserve to be called your son. Just let me be. The father interrupted and said, Son, you're home now. Turning to his servants, the father said, Quick, bring me the best robe, my very own robe, and I will place it on his shoulders. Bring the ring, the seal of sonship, and I will put it on his finger. And bring out the best shoes you can find for my son. Let's prepare a great feast and celebrate. For this beloved son of mine was once dead, and now he's alive again. Once he was lost, but now he is found. And everyone celebrated with overflowing joy. Now the older son was out working in the field when his brother returned. And as he approached the house, he heard the music of celebration and dancing. So he called over one of the servants and asked, What's going on? The servant replied, It's your younger brother. He's returned home and your father is throwing a party to celebrate his homecoming. The older son became angry and refused to go in and celebrate. So his father came out and pleaded with him, Come and enjoy the feast with us. The son said, Father, listen, how many years have I been working like a slave for you, performing every duty you've asked as a faithful son? And I've never once disobeyed you, but you've never thrown a party for me because of my faithfulness. Never once have you even given me a goat that I could feast on and celebrate with my friends like he's doing now. But look at this son of yours. He comes back after wasting your wealth on prostitutes and reckless living. And here you are throwing a great feast to celebrate for him? The father said, My son, you were always with me by my side. Everything I have is yours to enjoy. It's only right to celebrate like this and be overjoyed. Because this brother of yours was once dead and gone, but now he is alive and back with us again. He was lost, but now he is found. It's only right to celebrate like this. Remember the crowds? Religious leaders and drunkards, tax collectors and sinners, One day I felt the Holy Spirit drawing all my attention to this one significant detail, the audience. The audience and their destructive and limiting mindsets. Jesus wanted to help both of them to displace a principle about celebration and what it's for. Think about it. Religious leaders' idea of celebration are the fancy ceremonies full of form and schedule, and drunkards deceive themselves as often as possible with the belief that tonight is worth celebrating more than tomorrow. Neither group has reached a life-giving conclusion on the practice of celebration. So Jesus says, this is what heaven celebrates. Heaven celebrates lost things being found, restoration, redemption, reconciliation, From coins to lambs to people, heaven is celebrating and causing a ruckus 
over Jesus and his restoration work. The stories escalate until it ends with a house of reconciliation. There's a party and we are all invited in. Whether we are the younger brother coming home with a speech prepared for our apology, the older brother out in the field who feels jaded and mistreated by the faith, or the father desperate for the family to be together again. It's a barbecue, the best meat, the best service, the best of heaven's abundant supply. You're invited into that house too. Religious leaders, drunkards, and every kind of sinner, we all are. What's in there? If you can, you're not driving. Close your eyes. Allow your imagination to help you look around. What do you see? Smile big. Consider anything you are genuinely grateful for. Think on that for a moment. Thank God and praise Him. Has He served you? Has He fed you? What about today? Has today brought a feast with it? Do you need to come back home today or come back from the field for a time of community and celebration with Him? Let out a shout. Jump around if you can. Imagine the angels that are joining with you as you do. You're not there alone. If you can grab a glimpse of the restoration you've known, then all of heaven is rejoicing as you celebrate the restoration that you've recognized in your life. They cannot resist it. Write down the things you are grateful for regularly and throw a party about the restoration that God has brought in your life. Maybe invite some people to join you in it and make it a formal party. A friend of ours recently handed out gratitude jars during a party she and her husband invited us to that celebrated the close of one year and the beginning of the next. It was a powerful occasion and we could feel the presence of the supernatural there. We could feel heaven increase as great thoughts full of gratitude came from almost everyone in attendance through the various activities we engaged in. We all can use a gratitude jar, a tool for helping us steward our grateful moments as if they were full of value. Of course, they are. And by stewarding them, we are all able to join with heaven in the home of God, on God's property within our Heavenly Father's supply. Celebrate with heaven over the restoration taking place in your life and in the lives of those around you. This is what it's all about. This is what heaven is doing. Cast out destructive ideas about celebration. Forsake the pious nothing celebrations and the thoughtless nothing celebrations and learn to celebrate in a way that is eternal. Heaven is reaching out to teach us with a ring and a robe, a fullness of sound and spirit that cannot be contained, 
and will make a tangible impact on your world. Get noisy about it. Get excited. Invite some people to help you and spread it around. Celebrate with heaven everywhere you go. A friend of mine would stop occasionally while we were doing ministry for what he called a praise break. He would just begin to dance randomly in the street. It was beautiful and kind of crazy, but I loved to watch him give everything he had to God. It's not crazy to celebrate. Celebration is about restoration. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Today might be a big new day, especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God and His heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, He is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek Him and find Him. Seek like a king before you share as His priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. Let's close today by asking Father God to show us what He's doing. Ask Him, Father, what is today about? Personalize this. If you know you're facing a difficult challenge of some sort, ask Him about that specifically. Ask what He would do. Find the peace. Release and bless anyone you may be holding resentment towards. Make sure it's real and God's help will become real. We're not built to live on our own finite supply. We need His. We need all that Jesus paid for. What is your Father doing today? What is He saying? Find out. Write it down. Giving your thoughts a chance to get grounded as you're writing them out. This is it. This is how Jesus lived. He did what he saw his father doing. He said what he heard the father saying. I pray blessings on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven will fill your life with infinite wealth. In Jesus' name, amen. To learn more, visit our website at BiblesForAll.com where you will be able to buy a book and give a Bible. Our vision is that every man, woman, and child can have access to a Bible in their own language. We have adopted a sustainable business model to help achieve this. 
Visit Bibles for All today to learn more about how you can fill your bookshelf with the very best in Christian literature, while at the same time filling the world with the Word of God. Find out more at BiblesForAll.com today. On our next episode, we're continuing to adventure through this beautiful story of the lost son. Share this episode with friends, family, and others who came to mind during this episode. We'd also like to ask you to help us out by posting a rating or review today. Podcasts like this one survive off of ratings and reviews. We'd love for more people to hear these. And so if you like what you're hearing, then please give us a strong rating. Or even better, give us a full review. Click the link in the description to join our growing community online.